once again from Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium. It is time for the Coach Dwight Perry Show brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. And Coach, the roller coaster nature of college athletics. It was never on better display than probably the last two weeks for, for your Wofford Terriers. How do you guys keep an even keel? You, you Two really great wins and then two tough losses. We, the fans, we, we probably react too high and too low when things like that happen. How do you keep an even keel and how do you pass that on to your players? Yeah, I think, again, it, it goes back to it may sound monotonous. It may sound, you know, mundane, but us trusting our process. Right. And again, that goes back to the overarching theme of you can't rely on the results. Right. We have to keep getting better every day. And so obviously we know, right, what that looks like, right? When you play a Chattanooga on the road and you get a win, you play a Sanford at home and you get a win, it's really easy to feel great and that's awesome, but there's still stuff we have to get better at. There's still things we have to focus on, right? There's aspects of the game of basketball on both ends of the floor that we have to continue to get better at. And there's going to be times where obviously that goes in your favor and there's times where it's not. And so, you know, with a young team, Obviously, that, that can be challenging because basketball, like a lot of sports, is a very emotional game. But that's where the trust comes in of sticking with it. And again, it all goes back to where are we as a program mm -hmm. at the end of these 18 games headed into Asheville? Well, to that end, we will talk about the highs and the lows of the last four games. We'll talk to White some more about his very young bunch and the game's coming up a couple of big ones here at home and we'll take another look at the southern conference a little past halfway through the conference season who has separated themselves from the pack and what everybody else is playing for with only six more games until the socon tournament in Asheville. it's all coming up next here on the dwight perry show you can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. Just like you can always count on Always Game Gary. Yay! No bar is too far. No wing sauce is too hot. Not for Gary. Gary is the man. He's nothing like Keith. Keith never wants to do anything. Why are we even talking about Keith? Always Game Gary is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Behind every adventure is the road that got you there. Behind every passion are the tools that make it happen. And behind every Ford truck and SUV is a Carolina Ford dealer going the extra mile, finding the vehicle you're looking for. It's our commitment to your journey. That's what it means to be true blue. New inventory is arriving daily. For great offers on a new Ford truck or SUV, go to buyfordnow.com or see your Carolina Ford dealer today. And welcome back. Let's start things off a couple of weeks ago with a road trip to Chattanooga. That historically is a tough place to play. Uh, obviously, they have a first-year coach, but they've got different changes. Dan Earl, uh, Jake Stevens was out for that game. But it was a real battle back and forth. And Chattanooga came back to take a lead about midway through the, the second half. You guys came right back, hit some big clutch free throws down the stretch and pulled out an 85-80 win. Winning on the road in any sport in any league is huge. What did that win do for you and your bunch? It was huge. I mean, it gave us a lot of confidence, right? Like the reality is with or without Jake Stevens, that team is still the 19th oldest team in the whole country, mm. right? And, and Dan Earl obviously has been coaching in this league for a long time and he's a really good coach and they're a really good group you know we're one of only three teams in our league to be able to beat them on the road 
right? And so for us, especially like you already mentioned, the way that game unfolded and the way the game played out, very similar in a lot of ways to Western Carolina on the road. And that's what you're looking for in a young team, right? The ball didn't go our way. We could have done some things differently versus Western Carolina. But in Chattanooga, I thought our guys did a great job of responding, a great job of taking what happened at Western Carolina and applying it in the moment to Chattanooga. And that's the type of, those are the type of things you want to see with a young group of improving and growing as the season goes on. You told us after that game, when you saw Jackson Pavelski on the free throw line, you, you had no qualms, money. It was what you said. And he, he certainly delivered. It's a long season for a freshman, any freshman yep. at this point of the season. And, and, you know, for a freshman who gets a lot of attention from the other team, like Pav, it, it probably grinds on him. How has he responded to the challenge of, of being one of the team leaders at such a young head? He's responded well. You know, I think it's tough for any player, right, whenever you're at the top of the, uh, the, top of the scouting report for an opposing mm -hmm. team, but especially for a freshman, right? Anytime a freshman is coming into college, obviously this is his first year. And so everything's new, right? Playing on the road, uh, having to respond after tough games, playing, you know, when the other team is keen on you, trying to take away what you do really well, mm -hmm. you know, so on and so forth. There's a lot of things that I think when you have older guys and you have an older veteran group, it's easy as a coaching staff and just in general to take for granted. Mm -hmm. And so, right, you focus on Jackson Pavletsky, but really you can times that by six, <laughs> yeah. right, when you talk about the other freshmen that we're relying on to be able to contribute. Mm -hmm. And so, again, that, that's a process, right? There's going to be ups and downs with that. But overall, I'm really pleased and really impressed with the way our whole group has handled this. So you take that win at Chattanooga, you roll it over a big home game, national TV against Sanford, and you guys come out of the gate and probably play your best first half of the entire season. And you always talk to us about uh, that that middle eight sometimes, the last four minutes of the of the first half and the first four minutes of the second half. You took a seven game, seven point game and blew it open to 16 at halftime. This against the first place team in the league. You hold on down the stretch. They make it tough on you. But how big a win was that against a team that had really had their way with you guys the first time down in Birmingham? That was huge. That was a big time win for our program, right? That, that's a team that's sitting in first place in our league for a reason. They've lost twice. They've lost to us. They've lost to Furman, and that's it. who's also in first place. And that's it. And so, right, anytime you can get a win in this league, it's great. But anytime you can get a win against one of the best teams in the league, I think that speaks volumes to where our program is headed. And it speaks, right, it's a testament to really our whole entire group of guys that have stuck with it. And obviously the game didn't go like we wanted in game one, but they did a great job of responding. And that was a really great program win. And it was a cool atmosphere, again, on national TV in front of great fans. Yeah, Pavletsky had another big game. B.J. Mack was, you know, B.J.'s so, so steady, you yep. know. And, and the thing, we, we've said this before on this show, you guys are probably sick of hearing me say it, but so many things that don't show up in a box score with B.J.'s ball handling ability, to, the ability to get us out of tough situations sometimes – when the clock is winding down, the ability to make good decisions with the basketball. Do you think he's overlooked a little bit in those areas? Oh, 100%. I mean, it's easy to take for granted what BJ does. Like you said, that doesn't show up in the box score, right? But you, you, you can try to game plan for it, but then there's some stuff that he does, right? Like handling the ball, breaking a press, being able to inbound the ball, being able to make free throws, being able to absorb a double team and still make the right play, right? BJ's basketball IQ is arguably the best in our entire league. And I think that definitely goes overlooked. 
and it's easy just to look at right points rebounds three-point percentage right which he does well and he's doing at a good rate but it's easy to just look at those things and just try to measure a player's right ability and impact on the game but bj's ability on both ends of the floor to help us make winning plays is something that definitely goes unlooked, but is not right, but is not <laughs> overlooked by our staff and really by our program. So it was an 85-77 win over Stanford and then a tough assignment, a couple of road games at ETSU and then a pure road game really at Furman, although it was played at the big arena in Greenville. And both times, Dwight, getting out of the gate was a problem. I know you probably, there are times we walk out of the locker room, you think we're ready to, to, to you know shock the world. And then for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. Digging a hole has happened in those two games. How does it happen and how do you try to guard against it down the road? Yeah, I think it's it's never ever one thing, right? It's usually a culmination of a lot of things that build up and quickly spiral out. And I think the key is, right, it's you're never you're every single game you play will never start out perfectly how you want it and how it's scripted in your mind. But the key, I think, for any group, especially for a young group, is when you do have right that adversity hit or you do have those roadblocks of being able to flush it, being able to move on and being able to go on to the next play offensively and defensively. And I think the common denominator in both those games is we struggled to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, the one thing I was really pleased with in the Furman game, though, right, we started off really slow. We started off down 14 at the under 12 media and we played them to, you know, essentially even we won by one the rest of the game. Now, the reality is, right, we still didn't win the game. And that's the that's one of the most important things you want to do when you're playing a game. But the fight and the resolve and the resiliencies from our team, right, I think also can't be overlooked. And our guys, right, did a really good job of continuing to fight and continuing to stay with it, right, because a lot of teams could easily have folded up and our guys didn't do that. And so to your point, Jim, the challenge is, right, moving forward, minimizing those slow starts, mm -hmm. continuing to capitalize on great starts like we've had in the past so that we're not digging ourselves as tough a hole. So you're not tempted to, like, change the pregame meal or change the music in the locker room or, no. or make changes. You're, you're keep things consistent and, 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 and certainly figure that these guys will figure that out. Absolutely. Right. For, the, for as bad a start as we had, right, the last two games, we've also had really good starts the games before then. Sure. Right. And everything like you're speaking on is the same. And so. <laughs> I think, right, as, as cliche as it, as it sounds, you, you can't overreact when stuff like that happens. You have to stay the course, trust what you're doing, right, is working like it has in the past. And over time, right, not just in short, small windows, over time, right, trust that you'll be right where we need to be. And I have confidence that our group will. All right, when we come back, nose right back to the grindstone for the Terriers. We'll preview the next few games, beginning with a big matchup here against an old rival. That's coming up next here on the Dwight Perry Show. Black and gold. Bold. A victory story about to be told. Grit, toughness, and tenacity. A hub of hard work in Hub City. We're on these wins like dogs on a bone. In the zone, our place in your face won't leave you alone. Strength, speed, fire, true. I'm sorry, do these things trouble you? We're Wofford College. We fly the W. Ingles, proud partner of the Wofford Terriers. It doesn't matter if you're active on the road or in the gym. Your body is your strongest tool. Spartanburg Regional Sports Medicine Institute is here to push you to the next level. With partnerships across Spartanburg County Schools, we're here when it happens. We diagnose, treat, and heal at the Sports Medicine Institute to get you back and active, 
in the gym, in the game, and to the next level. We never quit because you never quit. Think big. Something life-changing. I'm talking education. Let's get inventive. Blow things up in a good way. Do it for 20 years? Wake up and education has received billions in funding. Who does all this? If you've ever played one of these or these, that would be you. Yeah, thank you. And welcome back to the Coach Dwight Perry Show, brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. I'm Jim Noble. Six games, as we said earlier, to go until the SoCon tournament. The stretch run begins with a game here at Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium Wednesday against Western Carolina. And man, that was a battle up in Cullowee. I know to a certain extent it's one you feel you should have won with a lead late. Endgame sequence didn't go your way. Is this team big on revenge? Is this team big on trying to prove something to a team that beat them previous? Or does all of that go out the window once the, the ball goes up? Yeah, I think once the ball goes up, and even in practice preparing, it's really about us, right? We have a lot of stuff that we have to get better at. We do a lot of things really well on both ends. Mm -hmm. And so I think the key for us is focusing in on that, right? And the, the revenge and what happened in game one, right? that stuff will take care of itself. We have to focus on what we can do better than what we did in game one and continue right to do what we did in game one well, do that again, right? Replicate that as best we can. Mm -hmm. But as far as right payback and revenge, I think that's stuff that, right, I think that's easy for people outside of our program to worry about and focus on. But for our guys, it's just focusing on getting better. Those are great things for, like, TV intros and sports writers and the lead paragraph of a, of a story. But you're right, in-house, it probably doesn't amount to all that much. And then after that, Super Bowl Sunday up in Greensboro, North Carolina, a road test against maybe the best defensive team in the league at UNCG. They they can create havoc and, yeah. and chaos. They're, they're a tough team to, to score the ball against, uh, but you've had some time to look at that first game and you'll have some time to, to work on some things. Something you guys did very well game planning for the second Samford game. Can Absolutely. that be the same kind of dynamic the second time around? Yeah, I mean, to your point, not one of the best defenses in our league they're one of the best defenses in our country mm -hmm. right with what they do with the physicality they bring with the length they bring right with the experience they bring right starting four uh five seniors four of them i think are in their fifth year at least um and so they do a really good job of overwhelming you when you're on offense and then on the other end i think they've done a really good job of continuing to grow continuing to evolve and develop into a good offensive team as well. Mm -hmm. And so for us, right, we've played them, I think we played them the second game of the SOCOM play. That was game two. It's been a while. Um, you know, they've probably changed some things. We've changed some things. And so, again, it goes back to what do we have to do better from game one to game two? What do we continue have to do better regardless of the opponent, right, going into that game so that we give ourselves a great chance to have success? Greensboro, of course, is part of that top tier right now, the, the three teams, Furman, uh, UNCG, and Sabre, that have kind of distanced themselves from everybody else in the standing. So for a second, for this last segment, I want you to pretend that there's not a terrier <laughs> right on that thing, that you're a you're an independent SOCON observer. As you look at things, Dwight, we're still yeah. three weeks to go in the season. 
Is it a given that the conference champion is going to come from that three, or is that not give enough credit to all those teams behind those three, including the Terriers, that you can kind of throw a blanket over? Surprises happen all the time in conference tournaments. Put on your your, your little crystal ball or, or whatever you want to call it and talk about how you see things fleshing out maybe the rest of the way before we get to Asheville. Yeah, I mean, just from an objective standpoint, you know, the first thing I would see is obviously those three teams are playing really well. I'd say the common denominator is they all have at least two fifth-year guys, mm -hmm. right? And a couple of those teams have three to four, right? Right. So right off the bat, the experience that that brings is huge, right? And that's something that you can't replace. That's something the only way you can get that is through time, right? And so right off the bat, they're obviously well-coached. They do a lot of things well individually. Um, but as far as Asheville, right, that's so far away. But no, I think to say only those three teams are going to end up being, you know, in the championship game, I think that's premature, right? Mm -hmm. Just off the strength of you see what happened when we played Sanford, right? You see what happened when Western Carolina played Furman, right? It's, it's a lot of games left. And I think the great thing about our league, is, yeah, those three teams have done a really good job, right, of distancing themselves and the standings. Yeah. But up in Asheville, right, one thing we know about our league, there's a lot of really good players. There's a lot of really good teams. They're well coached. And just that time of year, anything could happen. And it's, it's less about where you are in the standings when a conference play ends, and it's more about how well you're playing and that usually leads to success in Asheville. And there are three weeks to go to get that all ramping in a positive direction, as we've said several times before. We always appreciate your time. We will see you out here a couple of times in the next couple of weeks. There's a couple of road games thrown in. Before we go, do you have a Super Bowl pick for us? I know you spend so much time man, watching football these days. I tell you what. Chiefs or Eagles, man? What, do you, what, what does your gut tell you? The last thing I would be able to give is an <laughs> expert opinion on football. I'm the last person. Um I probably need to spend some time with Coach Watson in order, in order to. <laughs> Do you, you have know. a favorite? I, I really don't. Um, if I had to pick, you know, I'd probably say the Eagles. But both teams, again, they have high-powered offenses. They're, it seems like just outside looking in, they both play entertaining football. They have really talented players. What I will tell you is with, uh, there is going to be a team that wins the Super Bowl that has a Kelsey brother. I do know that's, that. That's very, that is deep insight right there. So take it to the bank. A there lock. It's the Eagles. It's no, I'm just kidding. It's the Kelseys. There, there you go. We'll see that. Dwight, we appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Thank you. All right. And for Dwight Perry, I'm Jim Noble. As always, thanks for watching the Coach Dwight Perry Show brought to you by Budweiser of Spartanburg. <laughs>